We are LP Magazine, and since 2001, we've been the leader in providing content and education for the loss prevention and asset protection industry, and we are known as the voice and authority of the LP community. Each episode, we'll be sharing and discussing the latest in trends and current issues related to all things retail and profit protection. You're listening to the LPM Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Take 10, an LPM podcast. I'm Kevin McMenamin with Loss Prevention Magazine. Uh, my co-host and partner in crime today is Courtney Wolf, also with Loss Prevention Magazine. Hey, Courtney. Hello. Thank you for having me. Great to have you here today as well. And our guest today is Doug Baker, Vice President of Industry Relations with FMI. Welcome, Doug. Hello, uh, Kevin Courtney. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, absolutely. No, we're excited to have you. And We've got you back here again because we're going to talk a little bit about the FMI Asset Protection Conference that's coming up. We haven't been able to say that in a few years, so it's kind of it's, it's nice to hear that about any conference, <laughs> to be honest, but certainly about FMI because I personally have been involved in the FMI conferences going back to 1999, and uh, and when one of my first companies um, that I started and and our FMI was always one of our our big shows to do every year. So very excited to hear all those words in one sentence, FMI conference coming soon. Tell us a little bit about the conference and uh, what we have planned for 2022. Yeah, uh, thanks. Um, and we're excited uh, to be able to get the industry back together again. You know, as, uh, for FMI, our last conference was uh, January of 2020. And so uh, to be able to have an in-person gathering again, um, you know, and especially one of the asset protection community uh, is is really going to be enjoyable for us. Uh, we hope to have a, a lot going on and a lot of people participate. I know that um, the education program is coming together really strong. One of the things that we heard from not only our members, but also the, the solution providers that were a previously a part of our conferences is they love the intimacy of it. And so we had a, a really good partnership with NRF for three years, and um, that worked really good. But they kept coming back to the fact that they really wanted to focus in on food and they really wanted to have that smaller sort of boutique event that's um, that's really tight. And so uh, we listened to that and and that's what we're developing against. And, and so one of the things that we're adding into the education is we're going to follow up several of the uh, keynote and general sessions with roundtable discussions, really diving into the conversation and peeling the onion back so that we can share experiences and best practices. And if any of them lead to um, potentially creating um, best practice guides or updating current guides, you know, we're hoping to be able to take all of that information and then give it back to the industry to be able to use for their, for their own benefit. Uh, we also um, didn't want to, um, uh, you know, come back with booths per se. Um, you know, there's there's companies and organizations out there doing really good jobs with expos. NRF is one of them. Uh, but we did want to continue to facilitate trading partner meetings. And so we're including something that we use in one of our signature events, our midwinter event. Um, and it's a B2B uh, scheduling structure. So both the, the retailer uh, and the solution provider will be in a, um, a, a, a software platform that allows them to request appointments from each other. So it's not just the solution provider requesting the retailer or wholesaler, but it's also the other way around. And that will 
give them a pre, uh, pre-vetted, pre-approved schedule before they ever arrive to the event. They'll know exactly who they're going to be meeting with. And they're, they're bite-sized meetings. They're 15-minute meetings. But really, it's not about um, you know, signing an invoice. It's about meeting and learning about these companies that are there so that when you do have a follow-up call, you can get through some of that introductory stuff that, that, that typically takes up uh, valuable time. So, And then, of course, you know, no event is, is without its networking opportunities. And, and we have uh, several of those in place uh, for folks to just, you know, get together, shake hands, uh, depending on their comfort level, fist bump, you know, whatever that might be, um, you know, that we'll all be back in person together and, and um, enjoying each other's, uh, each other's time and conversation. So. Doug, that sounds like a really great return. Would you kind of share some of the speakers and topics that you're especially excited about? Yeah, you know, we're going to focus not only on asset protection, but grocery resilience. Um, You know, we obviously have have been dealing with some really interesting weather uh, patterns. And so, and then also with the pandemic, it's, it's about maintaining a resilient supply chain and, and how do we respond to that? So, you know, into, in addition to, um, you know, organized retail crime, uh, loss prevention type uh, topics, active assailant uh, topics, we'll also include topics around that whole supply chain resilience. Um, you know, how do you make a more resilient store or more resilient supply chain um, in the event that you're, you're affected by a hurricane, uh, the fires that we're experiencing out west, um, or tornadoes, which are becoming more devastating, whatever that might be, uh, even a, the snowmageddons that we're, that we're starting to see uh, this time of the winter. So um, we're trying to give a real diverse number of topics so that everybody has something that they can learn from and, and participate in the conversation. Excellent. Your asset protection council that you have has been very active in collaborating with each other uh, throughout the pandemic. And you guys as kind of a linchpin in the middle to help bring these folks together and, and be able to share and learn from each other and make each other better. You're this same group now working on this conference. Are they um, actively involved with how this is coming together? Or is this kind of a, it sounds like kind of an extension of what they're doing, right? To bring it to the, the wider group because this conference is gonna be a lot more about getting actionable intelligence out of it that you can bring back to your business and help improve how you're performing back at your own company, right? Yeah. And the, the AP council is really the, the, the steering committee for the council, for the conference, you know, this, this isn't the, you know, Chad Ross and I sitting in a room thinking of a bunch of topics. These are directly coming from the council. And in many instances, the speakers will also be uh, council members, retailers and wholesalers from the industry. Um, So that's, that's the great thing. It's sort of what we say it's, it's built by the industry for the industry. Um, And so that, that was really important to us and important to the council um, that they um, actively engaged in not only the ideation of the name of the conference, all the way through how does what topics do we focus on, what networking do we do, how do we uh, meet uh, with our trading partners, all of that has come out of several uh, meetings of the AP Council. They've, it's been really good. 
Given that this is, you know, one of the first in-person conferences since the pandemic and people might still be a little hesitant to travel, what would you tell an AP executive about why they should attend this conference and make that trip? Yeah, you know, I think, um, you know, as from the pandemic, we've had to sort of learn differently, right? Everything, I mean, we're doing it today. We're, we're, we're uh, in virtual boxes here having a conversation. And a lot of our education has been that way and, and our meetings have been that way. So number one, it's, it's, if it's the first one that you get to, it's a great opportunity to re-engage. I think we're all thirsty for human connection uh, other than in a virtual box. Um, you know, it's, it's highly focused. Uh, so it's really, really um, dry, diving in on how those issues uh, address are addressed in the food industry. Uh, so for grocers, uh, you know, it's really important. It's also um, a smaller event. Uh, so the ability to be able to share ideas and network um, and, and really collect those types of best practices from folks is really good. So um, you know, FMI has some pretty strong COVID protocols in place and will continue to do that. Uh, so we want people to feel very comfortable coming to the conference that we have their safety in mind, um, because then we can sort of set that aside and really start engage and learn and share those best practices so that we can continue to make sure our businesses and this industry are resilient. So Tell us about where it is this year, Doug. How do we get people involved, folks that want to come? And, and obviously, this is open to everybody, right? So um, obviously, any and all the food retailers and convenience retailers and those stores that, you know, that have food and even the stores that don't, right? They, they can learn a lot from this group because um, we're talking about resiliency. We're talking about supply chain. We're talking about ORC. Yeah. And the interesting thing, Kevin, is today just about everybody's selling food. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, you can even get food at Home Depot. So, yeah, everybody's welcome. Uh, it's going to be in Orlando, Florida, at Porfino Bay. Uh, there is an event website on FMI.org. You can go out and learn more. You can see some of the speakers and the topics um, and also uh, the registration you can take care of out there as well. So, um, yeah, there's nobody's excluded. We'd love to have uh, everybody join us. It only makes the conversation that much more rich. Um, and, you know, everybody learns a little bit more. Uh, you find those nuggets uh, from everybody. Excellent. Well, uh, Doug, I appreciate your time today. Thanks for letting us know about the conference and all the great things that you guys are doing with uh, this, not only the conference, but just with the industry as a whole. Um, I applaud you and your efforts and your team, Chad, Amanda, and the whole group there at FMI. We want to thank you for all that you do. Courtney, anything, uh, anything else to wrap us up? No, just thank you, Doug, for sharing all these exciting details about the conference. It sounds like it's going to be a great one. No, thanks for having me. And I, and, and I appreciate your guys' partnership um, in this as well. Um, you're, you're playing an important role in, our, in the, our first conference back. So we appreciate the support that, that LP Magazine is, sharing, is showing us as well. Absolutely. It's our pleasure and I'm looking forward to being a part of it. I know we're part of the uh, resiliency session in particular that, that's going to be there. And, and I'm, we're, I'm really excited about the format on that too. I think it's a, a lot different than what you're seeing at a lot of other conferences. I think it's very innovative. Uh, um, I'm really excited to see this in action. And in Orlando in March is not a, necessarily a bad place to be either, right? So I'm um, looking forward to that as I broadcast live from New Hampshire in our high of four degrees today. So oh, <laughs> forward to that one. That just hurts thinking about that, Kevin. <laughs>
<laughs> All right, Doug. Well, thank you so much, Courtney. Thank you. And uh, this has been Take 10, an LPM podcast. We appreciate everybody tuning in. We hope you'll hear us again soon. Take care, everyone, and stay safe. Thanks. Thank you.